start the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Export Audio, episode 85? 85? I knew if I started to try and do the intro, you would interrupt me and do it good, which was the old method from back in the day. My name is Autumn June. Your name? Is a movie that you can watch. (laughs) Should I get that? Should we watch your name? We should maybe watch that, because we want to watch the other movie... I heard... Is it Weathering With You the same director? Weathering With You is the same director. Weathering With You seems more interesting. Weathering With You seems more interesting, but I'm hearing <clears throat> not so great things about it. I've heard only good things, and also people not knowing how to like write what they mean about their feelings about the ending. I'm sure I will like Weathering <clears throat> With You. My feeling about your name... based. Tell on- me about my name. My my feeling about Zoe Ash... <laughs> um, I'm Nora Blake and Zoe Ash Mars, since we interrupted my introduction. Yes. Um, <clears throat> knowing your name only by one trailer and reputation, my concern was that it looked a little... Um, indulgently uh, sad and indulgently like saccharine? Saccharine is the word I want. It looked a little like the the criticism that people level at Spielberg's movies, which is just that it's like it's just going for your emotions and it's not really like anyway, anyway. I'm fine with that. Anyway. Uh, weathering with you looked better to me than your name did, but then I'm hearing not so great things about it. It might be a case of you either like this director's movies or you don't. So, sure. if you're Yoshiki Tomino, you don't. What? Why would the fuck would I listen to Tomino say anything about anything? <laughs> did you hear what Tomino said about your name? What? No, no, I didn't, because why the fuck would I give a shit about anything that Tomino thinks about anything? He thinks that the boys should be reaching for the girl's crotch. I thought that was Gundam. <laughs> um, no, fuck that guy. I'm going to turn the game down just a little, just a little tiny bit. It's probably not going to show up too much after I process all the audio, <clears throat> but it makes me feel better to just turn it down just a little notch there. Tomino is like... A worse George Lucas. George Lucas. <laughs> did you listen to that episode of I, Gundam? Yeah, okay. I did. Okay. Of course I did. I listen to the podcast that you're on because I'm a good wife. I don't always listen to the podcast I know. that you're on. I'm aware. Do we have an agenda today? Do we have a schedule? Well, the queer agenda. <laughs> um, well, we got some questions we, in. Okay. I don't want to just start doing... Okay. Listeners... I'm going to take you behind the sausage for just a moment. Uh, That's a thing that M says, and I just picked it up at some point and didn't think it was weird until everybody else was like, that's a really weird thing to say. So the the balls? The balls are behind the sausage. It's it's a mix of behind the curtain and how the sausage is made. I understand where it came from. I listened to that episode. Okay. Where it came from. I literally just started saying it because M said it, and I didn't even think about it. Anyway... Uh, I thought it was just a funny thing to say. Oh, yes. So about a week ago, almost exactly a week ago, I think, we recorded a podcast. And I 
we, I, we decided, you. me, I decided <laughs> that the episode sucked and we didn't put it out. Uh, I just did the episode and then went to lie down in bed afterward, as I am wont to do after podcasting. Uh, and then the next day, Autumn was like, yeah, we're not doing that. We're not doing the podcast. And so now I'm here to do another podcast. I got a bunch of emails, a bunch of questions from people. We uh, have a lot of emails and tweets. I'm going to pull up my tweets, but... Because people sent us good questions last week when we did this last week. Oh, my God. Okay. I just, right before right before we started recording, I got a call back from a, a job application, and uh, I have an interview. They sent me a website, which uh, is hrcenter.blah-blah-blah, and I just saw HRC across the top of my screen <laughs> Lost it. Uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Um, so yeah, I'm going to pull up... Hawk and Roll Courtier? <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, I will read a question from Rourke while you pull things up. Wait, wait. I didn't want to go to questions yet, though. Oh. Because part of the reason... That I felt weird about the pod last week <clears throat> was that we didn't have any sort of structure, which I know we never do, but I really want to just establish like the most basic structure at all. We do have a lifestyle blog here on Export Audio, so we should start with that. Right. This is what I was going to say, because the other thing is, last week we started with questions, which fucked up my vibe for the whole show. <laughs> my vibe, so fucked. Emperor's Groove, gone. Thrown out. Gone. So I'm just going to scroll back to... So, you want to do a life update? Um, what are we reading? What are we buying? What are we selling? <laughs> and then questions? Because I don't have a lot. Uh, Sure. I have a lot of desire to podcast and not a lot to podca- podcast I about. I reluctantly... Uh, left reading the book that I'm reading to come do this podcast, and I'm still in kind of in like sit in the bed and read book mode. Fucking same. <laughs> um, welcome to the cozy cast. Welcome to the cozy cast. We're gonna, we're gonna finish podcasting in the next five minutes, and then Nora is just gonna read a book, and I'm gonna podcast to is only book. gonna be five minutes long. Yeah, yeah. We'll just get bored and just wrap it up, and then we'll both go back to reading. We'll keep recording while we read, and maybe I'll lean over to you and say, oh, I just got to when Dalinar does the thing. You won't get to that tonight. <laughs> That's not for 600 pages. <laughs> I don't um, know what pages are, bruh. The fuck what? are pages? What the fuck are you talking about? Because I listened to the book. I don't know what pages are. Okay. Um, <laughs> My sandwich wants to go to war with Iran. I forgot about this. Yeah. Yeah, last week we were going to record on the day that we went to the Thin Blue Line sandwich place. It's not called that. Yeah, but it feels like that. It's called Firehouse Subs? Firehouse Subs. I almost said... We did a whole segment on them last time. They're fine. Their sandwiches are fine. They're not as good as Jason's Deli. No. The Jason's Deli sandwich we had in... Lawrence was fucking great. Yeah, we went to Lawrence, Kansas, uh, where I went to college, and... Yeah, Autumn went to college over the weekend. (laughs) Lawrence, (laughs) listeners, listeners of Arabia, (laughs) listen. Mm. (laughs) I'm going to let you in on a little secret. We're getting real close up to the microphone today. Autumn, that's me, 
likes to say a lot that uh, they went to or they grew up in Kansas. That they grew. really likes to say that they grew up in Lawrence, Kansas, and that they spent their whole life in Kansas. That's not true. I moved to Lawrence, Kansas when I was 18. Before that, I had lived in Missouri my entire life. And when I was 20, I decided Kansas is better. I'm just going to claim Kansas is my identity. No one's ever going to call me out because no one will ever care enough. I, I was in Missouri till I was 18. That's my dark secret. That's my dark secret. I don't exposed. care. I don't care. I'm exposed. I always feel bad when I say I'm from Lawrence. Even though I feel like I became a person when I was living in Lawrence. <laughs> I mean, I say I'm from Dallas, even though I didn't grow up in Dallas. I was just born in Dallas. But you spent a lot of time in Dallas. I mean, I grew up in Plano, which is in the DFW, like, tumor. But mm-hmm. it's not Dallas County or Dallas City. It's mm-hmm. just it's just Plano. And then I moved to Ennis, which is south of Dallas. Mm-hmm. Well, I moved to... Germany, and then I moved to. Well, I moved to. I moved into Dallas. I think near Skillman and Audelia. I don't actually know if that's in Dallas proper. Then I moved to Germany. Then I moved to Mesquite. Then I moved to Ennis, and then I moved to St. Louis. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> anyway, we went to Lawrence. Uh, I have family there. We saw them. Yo, Lawrence. We need to talk about your biscuits and gravy situation because that shit was fucked up. Okay. I ordered biscuits and gravy, and let me tell you, biscuits and you shut the fuck up. Business and business and gravy. Business <laughs> and gravy. Biscuits My and, new podcast, <laughs> business and gravy. Biscuits and gravy is one of the best and easiest breakfast meals you can make. There shouldn't be a fucking bowl. It should not be served in a bowl. I got a bowl. Okay, that was shut the up. fuck up. I got a bowl of gravy with two gravy sodden quote-unquote biscuits floating in the gravy bowl. Now, <clears throat> I open, I pull it out with my fork. I just like cut a little piece off and dip it in more gravy, eat it. First of all, the gravy tasted like the McDonald's gravy from the biscuits and gravy. It was exactly that. It was exactly that. It's fucked up. Second, the inside of that biscuit, was it warm and fluffy and, and soft? No, it could have been cornbread for all I can. Like, yo, okay, that biscuit. Don't fucking sh- shut the fuck up. Cornbread. You shut the fuck up. Cornbread's way better I have than the that talking biscuit. stick. I have the talking stick. <laughs> shut the fuck up. These biscuits were basically shitty dinner rolls, like some sort of hybrid. Wait, of, shut the fuck up. Some sort of hybrid of bread and cornbread. There was no biscuit here. There were no fluffy layers. <laughs> There was there were no thick bread like innards. There was nothing. No type of good biscuit was this. It's a drop biscuit, bro. What? It's a drop biscuit? What is a drop biscuit? Whatever. Anyway. Anyway, my point is that's fucked up. You should not submerge biscuits in a bowl of gravy. That's stupid. That, that is fucked up. You get two nice, big, soft, fluffy biscuits. You cut them in half. You just gotta scoop them over, and then you got four little landing zones for all the biscuit, all the gravy you're gonna lay on the biscuit. It's not hard. So there are three. You may speak now. There are three breakfast places on uh, Mass Street, which is kind of like the cool part of Lawrence that people do things in. Oh, the loop. Yeah. It's comparable to the Loop in St. Louis. 
The loop is comparable to mastery. Anyway, anyway. Shut the fuck up. Loop is way better. Fuck you. The loop is way better. It's way better representation than anything. <laughs> fuck you. Because, because, loop. I, just, I was doing a... <laughs> oh, right. Oh, Jesus. I just remembered the McElroys are making another TV show. Fuck. Just, I mean, like, they're, like, trying to. I don't think that that's, like, greenlit or whatever, but... Anyway. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, so, The Roost, which is my favorite. Milton's, which is bougie, which is saying something because The Roost is bougie. Yeah, that's where I got the fucked up biscuits and gravy. Okay, The Roost is bougie, but I paid less for my Dopio Campana you, than I do at work. You ate fish for breakfast. Of course it's bougie. <laughs> For the record, I had salmon on an everything bagel. I had capers and cream cheese. I think the cream cheese was made in-house. It was, it was delightful. The potatoes to die for. So there's the roost, which I really like. There's Milton's, which my mom goes to when she's in Lawrence. <coughs> it's fine. There's nothing wrong with Milton's. Uh, the roost is like where a lot of professors go to eat, it seems like. Um... And then there's Ladybird, which I think you would have liked better. I don't go there half as much, mostly because the roost I can walk to from my dad's house, and I can't walk there. Uh, I can't. I would have to pass the roost to get to Ladybird if I was walking. Mm-hmm. So I usually just go to the roost. I like Ladybird a lot. It's also it's more diner breakfast. Oh, so good. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. I bet I have not had their biscuits and gravy. I bet it is better biscuits and gravy. Then we got. I only saw young people at the roost. That might be because school's not in session, though. Then why the fuck are they in Kansas? I don't know. I don't know. If the, uh, also you might have you might I don't think you would have liked Wheatfields. Wheatfields is also breakfast. I don't, I don't I guess. like wheat. I don't like wheat bread. I would prefer like white bread. They have white bread at Wheatfields. That's weird. They should call it, <laughs> should call it Wheatfields. <laughs> they should call it Whitefields? Is that what you said? No! I was thinking that. Then I thought that might be weird. <laughs> um. Anyway, um. After that, that was not even the first food crime that we endured on that trip. What was the first food crime that we endured? We went to Arby's. Bro, they put ranch on my gyro. They they put fucking ranch on a gyro at Arby's. The fucking criminal masterminds. Oh, that's not a mastermind. That's just that's just shit. Someone at work. To, I was complaining about this at work today, mm-hmm. and someone told me. I've been there, and they put uh, Suzuki on my ear. I'm like, well, I guess you went to the good Arby's, which they don't have outside of Columbia, Missouri. Apparently, they don't have yogurt there, and they put ranch on my gyro like fucking monsters. Sorry to get so heated, listeners. I had a roast beef slider from Arby's because I wanted to, like, try roast beef sandwich because i hadn't had that since i was a child it did make me sick our entire trip uh to visit your parents to be fair i think you were all contributing to your sickness was um that you were probably stressed out by meeting my parents oh fuck them (laughs) like whatever um 
Um. Also, I gotta say, we had a hot waiter. We had the hottest waiter we have ever had. At the ramen place. No. I'm talking about the ramen place because I, yeah. Redheads will fuck up your whole day. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Is that what you, okay. I'm just laughing at you. Why? Because I just, you have a type. It's very funny. I should dye my hair red. I'm, only one of the people I'm dating is a redhead. That's not really a type. That's fair. I have wanted to dye my hair red for, like, years and years, and I've never done it. Because I also wanted to dye my hair blue or purple. You'd look really good as a redhead. Yeah, you'd... Okay. What? What if I went, like, bleach blonde? Like, I'd still love half it. the women... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I was gonna say, what if I went bleach blonde like half the white women who come into my work, but... <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you fucking obliterated <laughs> me, I guess. I wanna, get, I wanna dye my hair black. You would look so good with black hair. <clears throat> oh my god. My uh, oh, okay. my life would be fucking over. <laughs> well, I guess you have a type. <laughs> um, conveniently my type is Zoe. Weird. Uh, weird. So weird that that would be the case. Why um, are you looking at Torrance when we're trying to record a podcast? I just listen. Parody, parody. Parody. <laughs> a friend a friend hooked us up with a VPN because I've been a tremendous baby for over a year about, like, wanting to get a VPN, but ha- not actually doing it for a hundred dumb fake reasons. A friend just gave us this, and since then, uh, I've been seeding more. Parody. Parody. That's a virgin Pokemon network. It's like a pl- grass type, like, co- uh, co-op. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we all trade Bulbasaurus back yeah. and forth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> else to say about our trip to lawrence um we went to bookstores we uh, i bought a celeste vinyl that was nice you did um which has really locked us into buying a record player at some point i guess i'm also going to keep buying vhs tapes so we are going to get a vcr at some point okay did you know i did you know skip shut the fuck up star wars episode three revenge of the sith was only released on DVD in America, but in the UK and in Australia and other regions, um, I don't think every region, but those were the two that I saw, um, it was released on VHS. That's so cool. So we need to track down we are not the VHS getting... version of Revenge of the Sith. Except I don't know Jackson or Camille. Shut the fuck please up. buy a VHS of Revenge of the Sith and mail it to us. I mean, honestly, I, I actually don't because they're. I think they go for kind of a lot of money. My hush. My point being is that you I don't hushed me a lot hush. on this podcast. I don't know if VHS tapes are region locked or if there's like special. I can't imagine <laughs> if there's because like, I know that like different types of <laughs> tapes need different types of like settings to like play them optimally and i've just been reading a lot about audio cassettes recently anyway um somebody should let us know more about the process of like 
watching tapes from other regions and making sure that we can do that without damaging the tapes because I'm paranoid about that and a big baby and I really want to own a VHS copy of the first six Star Wars movies. Yes, you may speak. <laughs> Thank you. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. Disney should put out a VHS box set of, of all nine the Skywalker saga. Yeah. But also have them be like VHS is the no, 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 scratch that. Laser they, discs. No. They should put out a VHS of Rogue One and Rogue One only. <laughs> I don't... But in 1080p. <laughs> but can you put a widescreen thing on a VHS? Is that is that cool? Is that chill? Can you do that? Oh. I don't know. Yeah, that. you have to... You have to be, right? I don't... I have no idea. Bro, I don't know shit about fuck. I'm trying to learn more about tapes and, like, cassettes and VHS tapes because they're so fascinating to me. I love um, to store data. I love to store data. Physically. I'm always saying this. I love to store data physically. Anyway. Um, Can I back up just one sec? One yeah, but you have to go beep, beep, beep as you like back beep, up. Beep, 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 beep. I mentioned Jackson and Camille mailing us something as a joke. That reminded me. I should give just like a little lifestyle update to just like our closest friends, this is something I tweeted about, uh, that we were going to do Christmas cards. <clears throat> I've gotten, like, three texts it, since, it, since January 1st saying, like, hey, did you ever send those Christmas cards? I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss them. I haven't. And if you're if you're waiting on something else for me in the mail, that has also not been sent out, but it will be sent out this week. Uh, I made the cards. Nora put our address on all the envelopes. I asked you to send me everyone's address so I could address all the envelopes, and you didn't I get around to that. Done but. that. <laughs> but I have the next two days off, yeah. so it'll get done. So, I feel like I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I just feel like this is probably the best way. <clears throat> Sorry, I keep beeping. I've been sipping. Uh, <laughs> You just said beeping. <laughs> Sorry to keep burping. I've been sipping my Sprite while Nora's been shushing me for half of the show. I needed to talk about the Revenge of the Sith VHS edition that was not released in America, but was released in other English-speaking regions. I just really want to see it. I just want to have all of them. Because you can get Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones on VHS. But they never did the third one because it was 2005. Um... What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh We're going to work on getting Christmas cards out. I'm really glad that uh, on all the cards, I wrote messages of, like, I hope you have a great new year. Mm -hmm. Well wishes for the new year. Mm -hmm. Because I really, I don't know, like, to what extent my friends celebrate, like, secular Christmas, religious Christmas. Like, I'm not up on the spiritual practices of everybody, so I have just wished everybody a happy new year. And some of those cards say, hey, I would love to hang out with you more this year. Like, we should get to know each other better. And now we're just very good friends with some of those people. So it will be weird if we were not as close as we are now uh, two months ago. Just know that that is a time capsule of when we aspired to be your friend. The worst part is that um, Karevi's letter, uh, M's letter, Lizzie's letter... And someone else, I think Rick, like, the four people who just responded to my tweet first, I think, 
Or not even that, because I had a weird order I did things in. But it, yeah, I know. There are four people who have their letters made, addressed, stamped, the whole nine yards. All I have to do is put it anywhere where they collect mail. I've had... I've, Look, it's been that way since the 21st of Christmas, wh- probably. <laughs> December, probably. Look, last year, I had my Christmas card to M, like, addressed, stamped, and sealed, and sitting on the table by my front door for four months, and then I sent it in April. I And it was, they're still friends with me. It was there when I was there in January, It I sure think. was! <laughs> when you came to visit me for New Year's last year. Yeah. Uh, it sure was. I should have just given it to you, because you would have mailed it. No, I wouldn't you have. You wouldn't have mailed it. <laughs> Fuck you! Anyway, every time you uh, ask me what you were saying, I'm just like... I don't fucking know. It's their job to listen. I'm here to make a podcast. It's a listener's job to listen. Um. So yeah, I think that's kind of a <clears throat> general life update. Unless there's any more life updating you want to do, do you want to? Uh. We were engaged. Damn, bro. Damn. I've been we saying talk, bro too much. We don't talk about the fact that we're engaged that much, so I wonder if there are listeners who don't know that we're engaged. I have had Christy, Catherine... Oh, I do say wife a lot. Christy, Catherine, Samantha, Sam... I've had seven customers ask me this week um, if we've set a date yet. <clears throat> I've had so many customers just talking to me about... Oh, we, we have a date. When? It's on Sunday. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> and my answer is, my answer has just been, when we get to it, I feel customers are starting to get dissatisfied with my personal <laughs> progress toward getting married, which is a weird vibe to bring into a, <laughs> a, me selling you your venti iced Americano and bacon Gouda, but whatever. Uh, if you're listening, they love you. I do... I, Genuinely, every customer who's asked about me setting a date are, like, my favorite people who come to work. Mm -hmm. Genuinely, truly. Yeah. Like, Denise, I fucking... I would die for Denise. (laughs) And her chai tea latte. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the customers who are asking are all my favorites because the jerks don't care that I'm getting married. Yeah. Um, But it is just, like, I don't have a good answer for you. Uh... We're poor. Your latte's on the bar. Right? I'll be back in three minutes. Uh, bye. Not three minutes. Whatever. We're poor, and all of our friends live out of state, so that's the it big thing. It won't be a big deal. If we had more <laughs> friends closer to us, we would do a wedding. It's just that all our friends live far away, so it would be the point. We did talk about eloping. Yeah, that would be nice. Where would we elope to? A courthouse. I don't. I don't know, dog. Yeah, <laughs> I've mentioned to. I mentioned to a couple customers at some point. Like, yeah, we talked about it while we were out of town. We're probably just gonna like elope or whatever. And they're like, Oh yeah, what are you planning on doing? Do you want to hire a photographer? A customer today said, Do you want to hire a professional photographer for that? I know a professional <laughs> photographer. That's not and what I'm eloping like, is, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> okay. Well, you don't have to blow out the mic. Sorry. <clears throat> Sawy. <laughs> Sawy eels. Boop, boop. He just patted the microphone. Sawy microphone. Okay. I, I'm very sorry <laughs> for blowing you. I hate when I blow the mic. 
Sawi for blowing you has such curse. Sawi, for blowing. Sawi for party blowing. Party walking in the house tonight. Party walking. Would you like some questions? Noah, what have you been weeding? Marijuana. M-A-R-I-J-U? J-A-J-U-A-N-A. Do you not remember this bit? I remember this bit. Okay. It's from Mad Villainy. The Mad Villain album from like 2000... 2004, I'm going to say. I'm going to check this. Because I'm weird. Are you sure it's not 2012? Don't talk to me about the year 2012. 2004, hell yeah! No one was saying hell yeah in 2004. (laughs) It was a bad year. Um, What happened? Oh, I know what happened in 2004. Bush got elected again. Again. I've been reading Carry On by Rainbow Rowell. Mm Mm-hmm. Which sounds like I'm saying Rambaral, but I'm not. <laughs> I was just like, Jesus! I, I wish Rambaral was writing novels about gay wizards. Fuck, I just that would kick ass. I just knew that I said the, like the intonation wrong. Um, it's good. It is about gay wizards, uh, or at least a, a, a gay wizard. Gay um, wizards. I'll spoil that. It's gay wizards. Okay. Bisexual wizard and gay. Wizard. At least one of them is bi. So I was. I don't know about. I. At the end of the... I will just... No, you won't. At the end of No, the, you won't. Anyway, it's very good. It's fake Harry Potter. Uh, it's like extremely fake Harry Potter. Yeah, explicitly like fake like Harry Potter. Like it's explicitly in the text, fake Harry Potter. It's a, it is a magic school. The Draco character is a vampire who is Harry's roommate for eight years. It's pretty good. It's a good book. Uh, it's using like shifting perspectives very well, I've noticed. Uh... And doing some interesting stuff with that. And this vampire is just the horniest boy for this other boy. And it's just the most excruciating pining. And it's very good. I love it. There is a sequel. There's about to be another sequel. I've cared enough to... I'm... I'm kind of interested. But I kind of just liked the first book. The first book also came to me at a moment... The first book came to me, and I was like, am I, I don't think, I, I don't think I'm gay. I think I'm really just not gay. I think I'm just not gay. And that book came to me as like, okay, fine, I'm gay. <laughs> it's a little more complicated than that, but that book is like a real big part of me being like, <clears throat> maybe I like it when boys have sex. Interesting. And I thought of myself as a boy at this time, so, you know. Sure. When I say gay, I mean at least 12 different things at once. Yes. Because that's the person I am. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's very fun. It's very it's very easy, just kind of smooth read. Uh, I haven't read a book in a while. You <laughs> certainly haven't read Splendor of the Mind's Eye in a while. <laughs> I try. I'm really trying. It's... Okay. The last time we podcasted, we were like, "Ah, oh, we'll skip all these like Han Solo shit." And 
What if in February we just started with Heir to the Empire? What if we just start with Heir to the Empire? Just clean slate. I want to get through this. You're not going to. It's been over a month since I've read that book. I don't remember what happened. You can't make me go back there. You can't. I don't know. Anyway. It's terrible. We can revisit this off mic. I won't make you... I don't want to make you feel bad or self-conscious. I wanted to do a, a, a dunk. I don't want to delay Why did point. you want to dunk on me? It's fun. Humph. Hajime image. Uh, anything else you're reading, watching, playing... I, I have, like, two things to kind of touch in with. So. Well, I'm in the middle of marathoning G Gundam right now, which I can't talk about. Uh, I also, you can talk about G Gundam? I'm not, I'm not going to. Okay. I don't want to burn any Gundam oh, takes. Oh, it's not you're forbidden to. It's that I can't talk <clears throat> about it because I'm going to be on Gundam. And it will be Gundam time soon. It will be Gundam time, so what's the point in talking about it yeah. before then? Okay. Um, sometimes that show's really good. I haven't seen it. I know. <laughs> um, How far are you now? I think I'm... I think I just got through 15. Okay. The whole, like, 11 through 15 has been very good. Okay. I listened to two episodes after I was on the show, but I have not watched... And also, the other thing that really... The thing that really killed my interest in um, G Gundam was finishing Pat Labor and not liking Pat Labor that much. Now that they're in Standalone Complex and Standalone Complex is interesting... (laughs) I'm so glad that I don't have to watch Pat Labor. I'm just just glad. I I enjoyed that one episode that I watched with you, but I haven't seen a single thing from Pat Labor that hooked me personally, so I'm just glad I don't have to, like, be the bummer. I would like to watch the show. I would like to watch, like, not the OVA, not the... Mm -hmm. I would like to watch the show... That seems, that seems like the thing I want. Because um, if it just has a consistent tone, I don't even care what the t- consistent tone is. I just need it to be consistent. I will probably like it because I like those characters. I might watch the first movie. I don't give a shit about the second two movies. I'm not going to bother with the second two movies at all. Um, Sorry, somebody's defending Hadrian sort of Samothy's Slayer of Skeletons in my mentions today. He killed that skeleton. Yo, Hadrian is great. <laughs> Fuck you. Hmm. I love him. Hmm. I love Hadrian. Get that man a bubble wand. It'll do less harm that way. <laughs> I love Hadrian. I okay. I'm the Arel fucker in the room, okay? Here's the thing. <clears throat> is that Also I didn't listen to the epilogue because I was just I still haven't. Yeah. I don't I have just not been into the friends at the table mood. It's not that I'm don't like it anymore. It's just that I have been like reading a lot of other books, and in much the same way that I read one Earthsea book and then come back after like six months, I kind of feel the same way about Spring and Hieron. Like I'll get back to things. I kind of was always more of a Hieron fan than the other stuff. I think I liked Counterweight well enough. Uh, I just think that Hieron is like more my thing. So since. Counterweight was so tremendously important to me when it was when I was listening to it in 2015. 
I listened. Oh to no, it. you. I you, listened to it late. I listened yeah. to it in 2016. Counterweight was <clears> so <throat> tremendously important to me, and I still love it a lot. But I think it might be my least favorite season now. That's fair. Well, okay. I don't like Ottoman Hieron. Just like period. I like it. Of everything after, there's nothing wrong with Ottoman Hieron. I just there there wasn't anything that hooked me yet. I started liking Hieron in winter, and See, I'm not counting Marielda here because that's like a different thing. I winter and Hieron's the best season. I started when Counterweight was just like pretty new. Um... And once I caught up, I listened to all of Autumn after that, like, while I was waiting for new episodes. And that was when I was like, oh, I just really like, I like this a lot. Um, And then I kept with it for a long time, fell all the way off of Twilight Mirage, but that's a different story. I guess not all the way off, because I made it to, like, the ending, but... I mean, I I got... You you got to uh, when they switched over to... Uh, scum and villainy. <clears throat> Look, I made it to the miracle of the mirage. Is mm-hmm. that it? Mm-hmm. And then I made it to the miracle of Hyron. I just didn't go past that on either of those uh, stories. So, um, I winter is my favorite season of Friends at the Table. Or no, 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 no. I don't. I think about Twilight Mirage all the fucking time. Yes. I talk about it all you the fucking time. You have that thing time. where the one that is your favorite is the one that you think about the most, regardless of how much you like enjoyed it moment to moment. But also, so. that's going to be bad background noise, but we'll just live yeah. with it. Um, but also, Winter and Hyron is also extremely special to me, and I think I forget about that because, like... I tie it in with Marielda, and I tie it in with all of Hyron, which I'm less interested in. I'm not less interested. I like Hyron a lot. I like Hyron a lot. It's just that this specific moment in Hyron Winter is my favorite shit, and then Twilight Mirage is also my favorite shit. Like, that stretch creatively was really (laughs) good, I thought. And there's still a lot of stuff I'm interested in after that stuff. I just, like haven't found my hooks in some things in a, like a couple months which is more on me than on the show i think i also don't consume actual plays anymore so it's like hard to get that's back the into big it. thing is that like because when i was listening to winter i was also listening to the adventure zone um i had a brief stint of listening to campaign oh yeah i was listening Campaign's to halcyon um like i was listening to actual plays and that has largely left my life. And so Friends at the Table is now in kind of a, the same place where I listen to <clears throat> books, not podcasts. So it feels harder to inter- integrate back into my life, you know? Yeah. Uh, Arel was was robbed, is all I have to say. Um, I have been reading Way of Kings, which fucking slaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does. I can't wait for you to get to the other things that Sanderson has written in this setting that you'll like even more. I okay. I think I'm gonna like Mistborn more than I like Way of Kings because I know my taste. And I think I'm gonna like Mistborn. <clears throat> I just picked up Way of Kings because Molly picked up Way of Kings, and I was like, oh, it'll be fun if like me and Molly are both reading this, and we could talk to Nora, and we could talk to each other. Like that'll be fun. 
And it has been. See, fun. I'm having the problem of not remembering where I learned different facts. So I'm like, okay, first, I don't know if you know this from this book. I don't know if I know this from any book or just from reading wikis. So my ability to shitpost with you has decreased incredibly. I don't have anything to shitpost about with Way of King. It's just, uh, it is just like, in some ways, it's just like perfect fantasy novel. And I don't mean that like it has no flaws. It's just that because it is fantasy novel and because it's fucking massive, like I can just keep just like I can just there. It feels like there is an infinite supply of of stormlight right now. But it's not like it's not like shitty. It's not like misogynist or like right. weird and like. It, it doesn't have, like, that kind of, like, older fantasy, like... Sometimes the audiobook narrator has some issues. Rock has what I believe is supposed to be a, uh, a Native American accent. Uh, I believe that's the thing he's going for there. That's a choice? Audiobook narrators, in general, I find, are a real racist lot. Um... Like, I was listening to Night Film, <clears throat> and that is a book with, like... A lot of characters, like, a Korean character is introduced and is in there for two scenes. Um, you know, uh, I believe there's a Native American character in Night Film. There are a lot of characters from, like, with accents. And the narrator of Night Film just went fucking hard on the racist accents. Uh, you hate to see it. That's the most recent example, but I promise you, every single... Every single white audiobook narrator really takes it upon themselves to do the accent of someone. If I were an audiobook narrator, I would simply read the words, this character was Korean, and then I wouldn't do the accent. I would just keep speaking. Like, the audience knows that character is Korean. I don't need to do a Korean accent for you to convey that. Also, it's double weird in Stormlight Archive because... There is some coding that makes you... Most characters in this setting are not white. Right. But, like... But they're all fantasy... Like, some of those fantasy, like, peoples uh, have, like... Are clearly drawn from Native American people or from, like, indigenous African people. Um, I I thought that there was, like, a little bit of, like, Maori stuff in there, too. Yes. Like... Obviously, like, Brandon Sanderson is, like, for good or for ill, and I'm not well-equipped to talk about this sort of thing, taking from, like, yes. uh, real-world cultures. That's one thing in the text of the novel. That's, like, one thing to dissect. A thing you don't really have to dissect is when Michael Kramer does racist accents while reading the book. Yeah. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> when he just decides that Rock has a Native American accent... And by that I mean he talks like the Native American character on Twin Peaks. <laughs> I was worried you were going to say Peter Pan. Also that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Twin Peaks. There is a really like racist I'm sure. character of a Native American person. But it's fine because they all respect and revere him. Mm. It's fine because they think he's just really rad. Anyway... <clears throat> Genuinely cannot remember that character's name right now. Sorry. Anyway, uh, Sanderson portrays race in some 
interesting ways in some of his things. Uh, that's something to like talk about on, on a different podcast. Yeah, yeah. This is the the bumping into this with the audiobook has also made me be like, okay, I need to get back to the fifth season, and, and because I liked the fifth season, but it was like the fifth season was my first foray back into like big epic fantasy, and I kind of fell off, you know. Mm-hmm. Now that the way of king, now that I have the way of kings, like in me, and I'm like, oh, I like. <laughs> the way of kings is inside me. <laughs> oh. And, and I have a thirst for epic fantasy again. I want to read the fifth season because... and <clears throat> Because it is really refreshing to read one of these books that is very plainly not by a white man. True. You know? Yeah. And that is apparent in, like, the first chapter of fifth season. And it's not... I don't want to tokenize like and I don't want to tokenize NK Jemison. Um I hope I'm not doing that. Um but it is also just like, oh yes. I was liking the fifth season, I was enjoying it, um, and I would like to get back to it because I would like to read more epic fantasy that is not by white men. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um <clears throat> uh books reading them. Also, I read another volume of Witch Hat Atelier, which... Hat Atelier. For the record, the first three volumes of Witch Hat Atelier will take you an afternoon or two to finish, and are more consistently good than the first three Harry Potter novels. That's all I'm saying. Witch Hat Atelier kicks ass. Uh, Also read two... The first two... Pardon. The first two volumes of Naruto. Those kick ass. I, I, it took me two hours to read two volumes, and I'm already as far as we were in, like, 20 episodes of the show. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, the, not as far. Uh, but I think by the end of the third volume, I'll be pretty close. Um, Kakashi and Zabuza had their first fight, and, um, the, the person with the gender things going on... (laughs) like incapacitated Zabuza and Kakashi's like oh Zabuza's definitely not dead we all need to train better Um, Haku Haku I thought that was the villain from Samurai Jack that's Aku Aku (laughs) um questions? no I'm good I don't have any questions for you Okay, you want to just wrap the podcast up then? Oh, you want me to read questions? I have some questions that I got from last week. Do you want... Let me read my last week questions first, which of course I can't do because I went to inject my notifications like an idiot. (sighs) So, Pokemon, good? Do we we want to read our questions that we got for the last episode? I have these right here. I'm ready to go. <clears throat> Pokemon good, yes. Unicorns. Do they exist, and why do they rule Scotland? These come in from Rourke, by the way. Thanks, Rourke. Um, yes, and because... I thought... I 
I thought the queen ruled Scotland. I'm pretty sure she does. What if the queen's a unicorn? We have, and has anyone taken that crown off? Do we know? Do we know? Uh, what's the best way to become a disgruntled medieval farmer? Time travel machine. Shit. Method acting. <laughs> <clears throat> Why laundry? Clothes dirty. Damn. Corn. Pros and cons. My boss told me to go do my laundry today. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> what? My aprons are dirty. Whatever. That's what they're there for. That's what I said. Corn. Pros and cons. Um, I have a... Because I have Crohn's disease, mm-hmm. and because uh, corn is a little uh, indigestible by, like, humans, I really try to avoid corn... I'll do corn tortillas and corn flour. Like, I will do products made with corn, but, but I do not, not but just... corn, like, kernels. I do not really eat corn on the cob or corn kernels because <clears throat> I don't know that it's doing anything bad for my intestines, but it's certainly not doing anything good for them. Explain the plot of Magic the Gathering. Go ahead. Do you want me to... I'm going to go... Uh, ask me to do it. Ask me to do it. Explain the plot of Magic the Gathering. No. <laughs> <laughs> What if one, time at a, one time at a job interview, I had to explain what Metal Gear was to work at a, like a like an off-brand GameStop that sells older games. They wanted me to explain what the Phantom Pain was. Um, last week I tweeted, "I'm going to install Magic the Gathering Arena when I get home from my parents' house." Did you? Today I was at work and I noticed a DM from Curly. I was like, oh, Curly. I love Curly. We should do Newbie soon. I think we're going to do Newbie on Thursday. Is tomorrow. That... Yeah. Tomorrow? No, on Thursday, which okay. is not tomorrow. My job interview is tomorrow. Right. Hopefully they don't ask me about Metal Gear. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> anyway, Curly messaged me. I was like, oh, Curly. I love them. What does it, what's Curly got to say? And they're like, oh, hey, message me if you ever want to play MTG Arena. And I was like, oh, right. I was going to play MTG Arena again. <laughs> Thanks, Never Curly. played Magic. Um, it's good. Except it's not. Okay. That's all I have to say. Uh, which horse is the best horse? Uh, Dalinar's horse from Way of Kings. Wait, what's that horse called? I can't remember. George or Fred? George Bush. What? <laughs> Who is Saint Sebastian? Did he slay a dragon? No. <laughs> is he a lobster? Lobster, huh? <laughs> I don't know. How do you tell if a fictional character is actually Greta Gerwig in disguise? I don't know who this is. I believe she made Little Women and... Like out of clay or... Florence, huh? <laughs> or out of wood? Like what does she, she made, make, what does she she make the Little Women out of? She is a director of independent cinema, I believe. I believe she made a movie called Florence, Ha huh? Or Lawrence, huh? No, it's not Lawrence. It's a woman's name. It's Let the record black show and white. that I had to tell that joke three times because Autumn just refused to acknowledge it. Um, I also had another thing. I love you so much. I love you too. Do you want me to read a question? Uh, I have another question. Let me read a question. Okay. This is from Regression on January 12th. I just need to note that it's on January 12th. 
Kansas City, having been down 21-0 at the end of the first quarter, are currently handing Houston their ass in the NFL playoffs. Which athletes do you have the hots for, and why does that include Patrick Mahomes? As you cross the bridge over the river to go down I-70 from Kansas to Missouri, you see a big billboard. And it's got Patrick Mahomes' face. He's holding up a little credit card, and it says, Invest like the real MVP, and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Uh, I'm glad the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl, because I am from Kansas and Missouri, and the Chiefs are my team, and for two decades they have been dog shit. I also don't care that much, because the NFL is a bad organization, and is remember six months ago when we were like, what if we start watching football? And we I'm never so did. I'm so glad we didn't. <laughs> Jesus. Most of the things we say we want to do, we don't do. Yes. Uh, um. Last question comes in from Karevi. Okay. And they ask, what advice do you have for someone jumping feet first in their first real podcast? Not like equipment stuff or anything like that, just tips for talking on mic good and making it interesting. Well, here's a little secret that no one else is going to tell you. Feet not really involved in podcasting. You really don't want to stand on the microphone. Um, you really want to like not touch it, actually. like You don't want to pat it like it's a small child. You don't want to croon at it or anything. It's just... It's your friend. You're going to keep a respectable distance, but you're not not too much distance. You don't want to send the wrong vibes. What's your answer? You you said that you had better I have, answers. I have two pieces of advice. One, don't worry that much. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, here's the thing I believe deeply in my heart. And I know one of the things that will annoy me the most in the entire world is, like, things that I used to do but got tired of doing. And so I often get annoyed when people joke on Twitter, on Discord. Someone says two sentences and is like, oh, that's a great podcast. Oh, we should start a podcast. People jokingly start about talk, talk about starting a podcast. And I get irritated at this because... Podcasts are work. Podcasts are a lot of work. You have to... And I have listened to a lot of bad podcasts. And like, We have made a lot of bad podcasts. We've made many bad podcasts. They're 84 in of them. <laughs> They're in this feed. You can just scroll back um, to back before Autumn had admitted that uh, she had a crush on me. We were talking about feet. Yeah. Fire feats. Anyway... Um, podcasts are a lot of work, and it's work that I take very seriously. I try to do my best. Mm -hmm. But it's just not all that serious. At the end of the day, you're talking to your friend for an hour, an hour and a half, and then it's really just... Podcasts are good reasons to talk to people that you care about and to get other people to listen in and like share what they think that's all they and are and to refine your own opinions yes. and your own like thought processes by like hashing them out in voice and like laying them out for another person and untangling the like 
self-recurring recursive like thought patterns that we get into when we consider things yes and so like ironing that out and flattening it out on a table like in front of another person is is helpful uh i've only gone in to one episode of and then an airplane knowing what i was going to say on on ocean waves i knew exactly what i was going to say and it's our shortest episode (laughs) every other episode i have just been like how the fuck do you say anything about Nausicaa? It's fucking Nausicaa. And you know what? The Nausicaa episode fucking slaps. I didn't know what I was fucking doing, and it, it's a great episode of a podcast. I Only Yesterday is such a good episode. Like, My Neighbor Totoro is a really good episode. We do really great work on it in an airplane. I never know what I'm going to say. It's just not all that serious. Just like you're talking to your friend... And if you care about a person, if you like a person, you will be able to talk to them. And I'm like, the, there's also, you can just go look at the Caliostro episode. I think it's a good episode. It's far from, like, as good as we are going to get on our future episodes. Um, because we are still learning how to talk to each other a little bit. And as we, like, ironed that out, it was fine. Like... Right, like, you have to find the dynamic for the person that you're talking to, and sometimes, for Autumn and I, we are just cutting each other off, or hushing each other. Yeah, or, it would suck to get shushed on a podcast, or finishing, that would be really unfortunate. finishing each other's sentences, sentences. and finishing each other's sandwiches. Okay, <laughs> you didn't do that, huh? <laughs> um, but, like, you know, like, me on Cower Hour is different from me on here. It's a different dynamic. It's a different tone. You got to find the rhythm for the other person, and like you have to kind of be open and vulnerable with that person, and that is very hard. It is not easy to just talk to somebody and like find a dynamic and find a relationship in that like communication. It it takes a while. It will it will take you a little while to get a good sense of how the two of you are shaped and how you fit together in this art form Mm -hmm. and you know um you just have to be willing to be vulnerable in that way and to like let yourself be perceived by the other person and to earnestly try and uh approach the other person as well and just try to like be as uh open with each other and like you know try to fit together as well as you can i have two more pieces of advice that are, in some ways, very specifically for Karevi, since Karevi is the one sending this in. One, because you're going to be podcasting with me, <laughs> I talk a lot. I talk a lot. Yeah. I talk true. a lot. It's true. I'm joking with Nora about, I don't actually care if you shush me. I don't care if you interrupt me. I will... I The reason that I... I think I can be, like, a very like dominating presence on a podcast sometimes because I'm the podcast top. Mm-hmm. And the reason I am doing that is to hopefully it's the best way that I know how to draw conversation out of my co- out of my co-host because I've learned how to podcast with you <clears throat> and like we can just do that good. Do not be afraid to sh- like interrupt me. Do not be afraid to like just just jump in. If you're not talking, I'm going to keep talking. And I will just keep going until, like, I either... I also, like, 
when I'm podcasting with someone who's like a less experienced person, I'm going to do my absolute best to like throw to you, to prompt you. Like, I kind of know what I'm doing. (laughs) We just jump in at pauses because we know each other well. We know our dynamic. We know our relationship behind the mic. And, like, we will just find the cadence, and I will know usually when to jump in and say stuff after you finish. Uh, For you starting out, you won't know that. You won't know when in Autumn's sentences they are, like, concluding a point. You won't know when you are concluding a point, when you have, like, most of a thought ready to go versus when you have, like, just an idle observation ready to go. You'll have... It is a skill. It is a skill. It... You have to learn that skill you have to train that skill and there's not like a good easy way to do it other than just doing it a lot yes this is um a a broader piece of advice that i can give to people who are not going to be podcasting with me is that you should hang out with the people you're going to podcast with more karevi and i hung out very recently for the first time uh that you you nora were also there in hindsight I kind of wish I had just talked to Karevi without you, just me? so that we could... I know. We could, like, just get to know each other better. In hindsight, I was like, maybe Karevi asked to hang out specifically so we could get to know each other better, and I was an idiot. Anyway, that's not a big deal. It's fine. We had a great day hanging out. Um, yeah, if you <clears throat> want to be better at podcasting with someone, talk to them off mic. Like, Em and I often will chat for, like... 15 minutes-ish after we record. You know, um, when I was on Gundam, like, I'd been podcasting with M. I hadn't podcasted with Jackson. We probably all three talked for, like, 10 minutes before we hit record and another, like, 30 minutes after. Like, just the more you talk to someone, the easier it will get. And early on, you're not going to bring the energy. It'll be a yes. It'll be a softer and slower performance for you because you are still testing the waters you're still meeting this person don't be worried if there are gaps if there are silences obviously you can edit those out in post don't feel discouraged if like the conversation lapses or you don't have anything to say because editing exists and we all sound bad before we're edited so like if you're feeling self-conscious about like just not having like not being fast on the uptake or like ready to just follow up on a point immediately after that's totally fine that is a product of knowing the other person's speed and rhythm and a product of knowing your own confidence in being able to jump in and you have to like hone that specifically in order to to have that rhythm so you it it will be softer and slower going out at first because like you won't have any of that confidence you won't have any Mm -hmm. of that like skill but you'll build it up and like Everything just comes back to doing it more often. Honestly, hanging out with that person a lot outside of the podcast is a good idea. Yeah. Um, silence, to just build off what you're saying, silence is... N- you you don't want silence in the podcast, but it is not some hated enemy that must be thwarted at all costs. Sometimes there will just be a moment where you're just like, wait, who's talking? Am I finished? I guess I'm finished. Are you? You're not picking up what I'm saying. I guess I'll talk a little more. You know, Mm -hmm. silence happens. It's not that big of a deal. Um, I have another piece of very specific advice. 
And that last one we spun out into like general advice for anyone who wants to get into podcasting. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can do that here. Are you going to start with something about you again? No. Karevi, this <clears throat> advice for you. You should ask in the Discord, Hey M, do you have podcasting advice? Because for me, I feel like I was okay at podcasting when we were doing White Lotus. I feel like I was okay. And then like M tweeted out some general podcasting advice and like I started taking it to heart and I got better. And mm-hmm. um like over a long period of time as I've gotten to know M better, M has given a lot of like general advice on podcasting, on Curious <clears throat> Cat in the Discord. M has given me a lot of specific advice about like like I feel like I did bad on that episode. What do you think? You know, what can I do? Like, M, I just, M, I think, is, like, one of the most knowledgeable people about podcasting. Certainly the most knowledgeable person that I know about podcasting. And they're really good at, like, like giving advice. They're really good at giving podcast advice. And so, I think we did good here. On- I think Karevi would also be really well served by going and talking to their friend M and asking for advice. Like, yes, being good at podcasting is one thing. And also, like, being able to give advice and being able to teach about a thing you know about is also a different skill that I think M has a lot of... Yes. Yes. Uh, ...experience with. And, yeah. Um, general, I guess if you're just a listener who maybe wants to start podcasting, find those people in your life. If you listen... If you are listening to this podcast, you probably know us and can probably ask us for advice. And also, like, if you want to do a podcast and you haven't done one before, um, don't start a relationship with someone just to podcast with them, is what I would say. How you mean? Like, don't just start a podcast with some rando off Twitter. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you want to, like, at least know them a little bit. Yeah, like... (laughs) I didn't know you super well when we started White Lotus, mm-hmm. but we were talk like we were in each other's DMs yeah. when the idea for White Lotus came. So we were at least like talking. Yeah. And like also we had the idea for White Lotus in like November twenty seventeen and didn't start it till February. Jan- January. We didn't start recording till January, but we didn't start releasing until February. That's true. So February 7th, by the way, is our episode zero um, anniversary, which does mean that we put out our first episode on Valentine's Day, oddly enough. Dab. Dab on him. Um, that's adorable. We're adorable. I know, right? Um, so, yeah, I guess um, get to know someone. Um, I think, like, that month in between. Also... If you have an idea for a podcast on Monday, you don't have to put out your first episode on Friday. Taking a month to simmer on things, to figure it out, good stuff. I am Also, you don't have to release the first one you record. No. You just I do, don't. But, you know, certain rich and famous podcasters will uh, advocate for things like, oh, record a couple episodes before you tell anyone about it, or like you know before you upload stuff and it's like do whatever works for you if you yeah if you really we just can't do like, that with like a yeah. Uj- Ujina podcast like we're doing yeah but you know 
Anyway, what I'm saying is, what does Justin McElroy know about podcasting? What the fuck does Justin McElroy know about podcast? Honestly, nothing. Honestly, zero things. I am O. <laughs> Justin, fight me. No, pay my rent. Justin, pay my rent. Pay my rent. <laughs> Please. Um, Please. We have more questions, but the way that you prompted us to talk about Karevi's question made it sound like maybe you were at the end of your rope. Do you want to keep going? I'm. Do we have more questions? I have a few. I have a few more tweets. Um, I am not supremely interested in the tweets from last week. I have one tweet from last week that I would like to okay. discuss. Anime re- you regret watching. My answer to this last week, which maybe made you feel bad, maybe possibly was uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Really. You regret even, like, the good parts that you liked? Maybe you should wait until you've finished it, and then... Oh, (laughs) stop. I... I'm glad I know what Eva is. I just... I'm I'm a rebuild person, so... I guess the thing for me is... I do like the series. Yeah. I like the series. End of Evangelion is so heinously poisonous to me and what I think of that show that, like, I kind of regret the whole enterprise. I regret not putting my foot down and making you go to bed after finishing the series and, like, preventing you from watching that movie right after. I don't think I could have. I, I, I know, literally but don't think I would have slept. Then I regret not waiting for those last two episodes till the next day. That's fair. Because that wasn't good for you. That was fair. The the circumstances under which we like watched five episode the last five episodes of the series and then end of Ava, not ideal. Yeah. Um, um. Anyway, I think if we get to the rebuilds, I think you will have a decent time. We will get to the rebuilds. Um. Look, I've seen three and a half seasons of Sword Art Online, and I don't regret that. Uh, other than anime, but anything I regret watching? I watched revisions on Netflix. That's really bad. Um, but, like, this isn't a question about bad anime you've watched. I don't know that I regret anything that I've watched. I might... I might regret watching any Naruto... Because not liking watching Naruto really soured me on Naruto for a long time. Uh, if I had just started reading Naruto, I, if I had just read the manga and never watched it, like, I would simply have no bad feelings toward the franchise. You know? Mm-hmm. So far. I guess I regret watching Rebellion and not understanding what the fuck was going on. Yeah... Like, I regret- that's the, my biggest anime regret is the fact that uh, apparently we just didn't understand what that movie was in a big way. Yeah, I feel really bad about that whole episode where we just, like, shat on Monica 3 Rebellion because we literally just didn't understand the text of the film. That happens. It's not, like, a big... The thing I regret is not we watched it, didn't get it, and then our friends told us why it was good, actually. That's a thing I've been through many times with many movies. The thing I regret is 
we did a podcast about it. Yeah. And I also regret the circumstances of we had watched the whole series in English and then watched the film in Japanese because we couldn't find the film um, with the English voice cast. That is a thing I regret because I, I'm sure that only compounded our misunderstanding of what the movie is. That's the thing about having a podcast. Sometimes you just uh, laminate your mistakes for future uh, listeners to find. And yeah. The episode art for that episode's great. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> Ego Raptor's on there. Ego Raptor is on there. Um, I think that's going to do it for this episode. I feel really good about this episode that we did. Yeah. It's a podcast. I'm going to go back to reading my book. You want to tell people where to find you online real quick? I do. Normally I would be plugging a million different things, but did you know that you can find everything I do at norablake.online? That's a good URL. It's a good URL. I have poetry, fiction, games, and links to all the podcasts on that website. Social media? Social, uh, Twitter's okay on the about page, um, and there's just a, a three of my games that were cur- previously only like purchasable games are just on that website. You can just read the whole text of Facade, Ones in the Ether, uh, Legends of Hyrule, Legends of Hyrule because like it's a Zelda fan game, so I can't sell it. Yeah. But I thought people would be interested in it, so I put it on the website. And if I do any other fan games, they'll go on there, too. Um, then the other one was... One's in the either Seeds of Rebellion, which is maybe my favorite of the games that I've written. All that stuff is just on there for free. You can read it. It's important stuff that I've written, in my opinion, and it's like, it's good. Uh, and it's a good portfolio. You can find all my stuff there. I still took forever to plug, but find me on Twitter at NeitherNora and find everything that I do at norablake.online you can find me on twitter at autumnal underscore coffee I'm sure sometime in the next week or two I will have a new updated pinned tweet but the pinned tweets got you know what's important which is my two podcasts pseudo will be three podcasts um I don't have anything I really like desperately want to plug that's out of the ordinary you will find me on the great Gundam project soon in the next week or two. Will we um, find you on Time to Go Titan soon? Only time only will tell. Only time will tell. Uh, I'm going to be talking about Gundam. That's cool. Other than that, there's not much going on outside of our normal stuff. I love Time to Go Titan so much. Yeah. Oh, I do too. More than you. Oh. Because you have to read TV oh, tropes. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you have to read TV tropes pages for that podcast. Uh, I love Time to Go Titans. As listeners can tell from this episode, we're very good at podcasting when we do it. We've just been highly irregular, much like my bowel. <laughs> I was going to say that, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, the holidays happened. We can just use that excuse forever, right? Yeah. The holidays I'm not happened. Even that, I'm not even that worried about it. I'm Look, just we've like, been looking for jobs. It's been, been looking hard. For, we've been applying for jobs. We've been out of town. We thought we were going to be out of town last week but two weeks ago we thought we were gonna be out of town two weeks ago but it snowed so we didn't go out of town till this week but it does mean we didn't make plans on two weeks ago so this is all excuses 
the reality is that the show comes out when it comes out. Yeah, I don't think anyone has ever been mad at us about our schedule. I feel bad about our schedule sometimes, sure. but I know that there's literally nothing to be done about it because the alternative is unhealthy, which is just to force ourselves to podcast. I don't like that. Yeah, no. I like our flexibility. Yeah. I Coward Hour came out a day late last week. It's fine. I don't like that that happened because all, feel... all that happened there was I forgot that we did it. I feel tremendously more obligated to, like, never cancel. Like, I don't ever want to cancel on M. I don't ever want to cancel on Krevy. Yeah. I have canceled on Curly a handful of times, and I feel bad about that. But yes. that's because Newbie is already an irregular show. And also, <sighs> this they season... did a Russian false flag hacker shooting. It's bad. Uh... It's bad. It's bad. You Keep it playing me, everybody. We're just not going to end on that note. We can't end on Russian false flag. Russian hacker false flag deep fake shooting to steal the election. Baby Dobby. I don't know. I've been listening to Shriek Shack lately. That's been on my mind. I'm three episodes behind on Shriek Shack, which is exciting because it means I have more Shriek Shack to listen to. Nice. I'm still, I'm still like pre the day, you know, like. Oh yeah. I haven't caught up to when J.K. Rowling came back. But Twitter. you have heard Hanukkah, Hanukkah. I have heard Hanukkah, Hanukkah now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, here's a funny story about that: is that um, I will often. There are two or three podcasts I do this with. I do it with Dear Prudence. I do it with Shriek Shack. I do it with War Rocket Ajax. I'm sure there's others. I will get in bed, and I'll set a 30-minute timer, and after the 30-minute timer goes off, um, the podcast just pauses, you know? And I will listen to a podcast as I fall asleep, and it will keep playing after I go to sleep. And most times, I will, when I wake up... Sorry, I thought I had another burp in me. There it is. Um... Most times when I wake up the next day, I will just rewind 30 minutes um, and pick up where I left off as I fell asleep. Uh, that episode of Shriek Shack, I put it on as I was falling asleep, and then I woke up the next day, and I was like, oh, right, they were just listening to this bad Christmas album. I'm just going to delete this episode. I don't need to hear the rest <laughs> of this. And then, like, three days later, I saw Jackson tweet about Jackson tweeted something like, where were you when you first heard uh, Hanukkah, Hanukkah on Shrieking Shack? And I was like, okay, it sounds like there was a really funny bit here. I'll go just re-download the episode, and I'll just, like, I took a bath that night, and I listened to it, and I got to Hanukkah, Hanukkah, and I lost my mind! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, it's so good! It's really good. People should listen to Shrieking Shack, my favorite podcast of 2019. I can only really, like, equip one podcast at a time. So, also, I listen to podcasts in five-minute chunks because I just listen to it whenever I'm driving and alone, which mm. being engaged means is rare. Uh, right now, my equipped podcast is Shrieking Shack, and I also listen to, you know, Voip Life as it comes out. Voip Life is the only podcast that I must stay current on. Yes, absolutely. It's also the best podcast. It's... Voip Life is really good. <laughs> Oh, it's very good. 
I wish we could make something as funny as Void Life. If only. If only. I was trying to do a bit. I couldn't think of a bit. It, the podcast is truly over if I can't think of bits. Oh, 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 before we stop. Do you have any ideas for music to put on this episode? Because I don't have any. We talked uh, about books, which we don't have to, music. We talked a lot about books. We talked a lot about podcasting. I can, I can, I can get you some cursed MP3s if you want. I can definitely. What cursed MP3s? I could prob. Bro, bro, bro. Void Life Twenty Twenty. They're not doing bad songs anymore. You know what that means, listeners? If you, you have, <laughs> if you have bad songs, you want to send us. If you've ever heard a bad song on Export Audio, it's because me, Autumn, I went and found the song. I did that. Listener, if you want to submit bad songs to us, fucking please do. We are stealing that bit. That bit is ours now. (laughs) (laughs) Dear Baby Yoda, what to say to you? (laughs) We will will take on this mantle. I put on the fucking... um, Evangelion N64 soundtrack with the the fucking Mario sound fog, <laughs> Kumsuster Toad. Like, I'm ready to die. <laughs> uh, what if I played all of Kumsuster Toad at the end of this podcast? Why? <laughs> Do you remember that time I Ugh. edited uh, Kumsuster Toad onto the Pokemon movie? That kicked ass. <laughs> that was so good. Uh, what I really need to do... I need you to do because I don't have the pro- the the programs to do this. Uh, I need you to edit the Monday Night Football theme over Mila Jovovich kicking a dog through a window. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to make that happen for me. Okay. Um, and then let me tweet it. Okay. Thanks, hon. Um, am I saying that right, Sister Toad? No, but it's fine. How do you say it? I'm not going to do that. I'm, Please? I'm not going to perform for you. No, I just need to know how to say the words. I just don't want to sound like an idiot. Kumsusur Todd. But, you know. Kumsusur I think I... Here's the thing. I learned Bavarian German, so it's like... Whatever. Oh. Dialects. You know. It sounds weird because I overpronounce it. Okay. But, you know. Well, keep it flamio, everybody. Keep it flamio. Fucking stop that! <laughs> you bitch!